Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Hello, how are we? Welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast. Guys, I'm so sorry. I feel like I had an absolute hiatus of the podcast there. Now, I think it's only actually been like a week that I haven't uploaded an episode, but I haven't been very consistent in the past two weeks. So I'm only apologizing, but we're back, baby. We're back for the two podcasts a week. I don't care if it takes me the rest of the week to upload this one and the next one we're doing it okay and then we're gonna get back into our mojo and I think I kind of got like a brain fart and I was like what do I talk about but like I have so many things to talk about um and one actually I was like you know this is gonna be a good podcast coming up is talking about the bank holidays okay so luckily for us we have three bank holidays unluckily for anyone who works self-employed because I will not be taking any bank holidays however it's the bank holidays coming up we have three bank holidays this month in May coming up. So we've got one on the 1st, one on the 8th, and one on the 29th. Like, holy shit balls, this is gonna be the shortest month ever, um, which is absolutely insane. And also my sister's getting married this month, which is very exciting. Next month, I keep saying this month, but next month, um, which is very exciting. Um, But more importantly, I'm here to talk about you, I'm not here to talk about me. So this podcast I'm gonna go over about because a lot of people at the minute have goals for fat loss um, and even with the people on Thrive and a lot of my clients, not all of them are on fat loss phases, but a good majority of them will be. Um, and even these the things still apply if you're not on fat loss, by the way, but it's just even more helpful for the people who are on fat loss um, and who are kind of like trying to stick to a calorie deficit because they're coming up to the summer month once again you know me by now like I don't think that you need to go on a diet for summer etc but it's your own personal choice I'm not here to make anybody um pick their or sorry I'm not here to give anyone the goal I'm here to help people support them I can't speak today I am not here to give you what your goals are I am here to support you reach your goals you know what I'm saying sorry that was a tongue twister um anyway so yeah, basically, I'm going to talk a little bit about what we can do around the bank holidays, because I know everyone's going to go into panic mode. People are like amazing at sticking to calorie deficits, Monday to Friday, weekends come, and they are like, holy shit balls, I cannot stick to this, like, I fucked it, there's no point, like, it's Saturday morning, and I've already eaten three scones with my mom, and I'm going out for dinner tonight, like, I, there's no point, I'll just start again on Monday, which is wrong, because we all know by now that, um, catastrophizing it doesn't get you anywhere that stopping just because you think that it's not worth it anymore is just ridiculous one day off two days off or whatever you want to call off as you know not eating to plan or to structure isn't going to kill you that does not mean though that you shouldn't try and improve that if you come every week to me and you're like Tara every week like I fall off the bandwagon I'm like okay well this is like the 10th week in a row that we've been talking about this we've been asking and I've been trying to help you create some structure in your weekend, explain to you why this is happening. And you're the only one holding yourself back right now, because unfortunately you can undo your calorie deficit over the weekend. If you hit balls to the motherfucking walls with your calories, like it's just a thing. So you will feel then very disheartened, especially if you're one of the people who eats Monday to Friday within your calorie target. And at the weekend you blow the ass out of it because you're like, well, I'm working so hard, it's not working. Yeah, but you are eating way above um, your normal maintenance even at the weekend. So you're undoing the calorie deficit which you created in the week. And that is easier, it's not harder than you think it is. It is It is harder than you think it is, is to actually like gain body fat in a weekend, but especially if it's only every so often, but it's not hard to undo a calorie deficit in a weekend at all, especially if you're going out for like 
drinks if you're going out for like takeouts um especially if you're like hung over the next day and it kind of spirals into a few days after all those things add up and i'm not here to say like don't go out drinking or whatever i'm here to give you solutions not problems okay you're coming to me with the problem i'm coming to you with the solution so we've got three bank holidays in the um what do you call it in the blah, 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 in the month right but obviously like the bank holiday means that it's like a three-day weekend so technically you're just talking about there's like nine days there where it's gonna be a little bit not always not for everyone a little bit harder maybe to stay on track with your goals but we know that doing something is always better than nothing we know that controlling our controllables is what we want to do we know that we have to compromise um, and not sacrifice. Now you might have one of them weekends, right? Where you've got something that's very important to you that you value very much, like a confirmation, like a 30th birthday party, maybe like a hen party, whatever that is. And you're like, I don't want to track today. I'm going to take it off. Like, I'm not going to completely overeat and hit balls to the walls, but I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm not going to track. And I'm okay with the fact that that is going to mean that I'm not in a deficit today. And I take responsibility for my decision and my choice because at the end of the day, that is a choice. I either choose to stay on my calorie target and maybe skip out on the drinks or I choose to not do that. And either way, it's a choice. Nobody is holding you in a chokehold to do anything, okay? So remember, that's where it comes back to like knowing what you value, knowing what your goals are, making sure that you're working in alignment with both of those things. Now, if you're fooling yourself and you're telling yourself that you value that Chinese, maybe you do, but you know, that's not going to be in alignment with your goals. So sitting and playing victim being like, oh, like it's not working, whatever it is working. You're just not sticking to it. So again, back to solutions, we're going to create a structure. Okay. For the bank holiday weekends. I obviously don't know your plans and I'm not saying this is going to be applicable to absolutely everybody, but the point of it is in weekends or bank holidays does not actually matter. You need structure, right? You need some sort of structure. If you can have like it in your head what the weekend is going to be like like for example for me I know roughly what my weekends are like if I don't have plans I know more than likely I'm going to go to the gym I'm gonna maybe go for a walk and probably go for like a coffee date or a brunch or something um in Bundoran or Sligo maybe even a little swim right I stay active over the weekend so that's one thing that you can definitely do over the bank holiday weekends is get out and be even more active than you are. Like if you have a 10,000 step goal where you could go for like an extra long walk because you know that you're like maybe going out that night or or just in general, like you're eating maybe not 100% to plan, like you're not tracking or whatever um, and you're going to go for like a brownie after, like you don't have to burn that food. You don't have to earn that food. But to help you out, if you're able to go for an extra bit of a walk, go for the extra walk, like move more, go for a hike, go for a swim, play hurling outside I don't know kick a football like be more active I was actually thinking about this earlier and I was like you know we always always I literally get this sentence all the time like you know when I was like 18 or when I was 20 like I was in a size 8 clothes and now like maybe you're 30 or whatever and you're in a size 12 and I'm like first of all you are not like that was 10 years ago second of all think back to your lifestyle then like a lot of people now work at a laptop or a computer right and even in Ireland specifically like I'm speaking from someone who's moved from a city to here we don't fucking walk anywhere we would barely walk out of your way you get into a car to go to the shop which is literally a four minute walk from you you like even me the gym is probably like mm, nine minute walk ten minute walk okay maybe like ten minutes I don't know I should time it someday anyway it's not very far but do I walk no I drive because driving takes one minute like why would I do that you know like we get into these habits of being like a bit lazy in our lifestyles because 
it's just easier it's more convenient whereas in london i literally had to cycle a solid 15 minutes to my gym and i went to a further gym because i liked it better not to one that was more convenient to me it also meant that i had to move to get out there you know um or if i had to get the bus i had to pay so i was like well there's no point in do that i'll just cycle or i'll walk you know so that also needs to be a reminder that like our lifestyles are different when we get a little bit older like now for example for me i used to work in the nhs i was on my feet all the time now i'm an online coach i literally sit at a desk all day and i talk people uh, talk to people i record podcasts i create helpful information but i'm constantly on my laptop and i have to get up multiple times throughout the day to go for intentional walks because it just doesn't fit into my lifestyle however if i look back to whenever i was 18 when i was in university where i would have like walked around the holy lands everywhere would have walked to the library probably would have walked to my meet a friend for a coffee would have went to uni was walking throughout the day you know between classes etc just generally on your feet a little bit more not sitting unless you were really studying for long periods of time and as well as that i was out probably four nights of the week dancing my ass off probably hitting 15 to twenty thousand steps just doing that not not really giving a fuck what i was eating for breakfast or dinner and like your lifestyle is so different or retract back a few years further than that and when you're a kid you are so busy you're bouncing you never sit down like your mom's like sit down you're like no way i'm not sitting down like bam 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 your neat levels when you're younger are so fucking high that's why you hear people being like oh like they can just eat anything like kids can eat anything because kids never stop they don't stop moving they are bouncing a bloody bout they're like bam 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 like i'm gonna go to the park now i'm gonna come back and kick my football against the wall like they don't like sitting in okay kids nowadays probably do because they're on their phones but back in the day we were not on our phones that what wasn't a thing like if i tried to sit in and watch tv like my mom would hit me in the head and like go outside like what is wrong with you and you would run outside like we loved it so much so don't compare yourself and your lifestyle now till then because we don't move now we're so sedentary we sit on our phones scrolling watching people do workouts on our phone rather than going out and doing one ourselves like all of these things add up on top of each other to realize that like we're just we just don't we won't unless we like make ourselves do it so that's why i'm saying like over these next few bank holiday weekends if you can get out for a little extra walk go to the beach like make it a nice thing to do like be like like for example if anyone here is listening to this and they're in for mana drive down to Sligo or drive down to Bundoran two of the most fucking beautiful places in my opinion anywhere in Donegal or to be honest I think Sligo is also just as stunning there's so many nice bits down there like Strand Hill for example is a gorge day out like I'm I'm also sad because I'm giving away all of my secrets here but Strand Hill on a Sunday they have a people market it's beautiful there's also um obviously the beach there you can do the nice long walk along the beach and back if there's the market's not open on sunday like there's shells there there's also mama johnson's there like if you're going to be like bank holiday going to get an ice cream mama jays that's the fucking nicest ice cream in there go for an extra little walk you know like balance it all out move a little bit more like why don't you go and do a surfing lesson this weekend like do something fun that you enjoy um and it keeps you a little bit busy and it keeps you a little bit active and then if you want to fall into the pub later on and have your pints happy days go and do it but getting out and staying active over the bank holidays will really really help you and also it's fun you know it's it's good good crack like if you need to miss a gym session in order to go out and go for an extra walk I would be happier that you did that because you're socializing you're having fun and also like I said you don't have to earn food you don't have to reward yourself with food but it's also nice to go and have a treat every so often and bank holidays you know we don't get them very often we may as well enjoy them whilst we can right so that would be my hack also Bundoran boys and girls shout out has delicious coffee so does foam so does hardy baker oh god there's so many nice places and um, obviously there's gonna be people listening to this who are not in this area but 
that's just for the people who are so yeah go to a place that has like a nice walk has a nice coffee you can get both and it's absolutely delicious and you're gonna have fun as well so that is one of my tips is to stay bloody active I think I mentioned it this is kind of rogue I'm kind of just talking and my, my thoughts are going but I haven't really planned this podcast at all I'm just kind of going with it and I'm in a good mood so we're going to keep talking anyway um the next one was structure right you need to have structure in your day that's why I'm saying if you know what you're going to do it's going to make it easier fair enough it's not as easy if like you don't have a fucking clue what you're going to do but if you have a rough idea then you need to stick to some sort of structure so for example breakfast lunch and dinner especially if you're at home by the way and um, breakfast lunch and dinner keep a routine of roughly the same time that you would have in a normal day this is because your body then gets into a pattern and it gets into a routine so your body is like monday to friday five days out of the week it, it knows what's happening but then on the saturday and sunday you throw it completely off rack it has no idea what's happening fair enough you might not be hungry but then when you start to eat you're like oh shit i'm actually starving now and then you way overeat because your body is just not used to what you're doing to it it prefers structure now obviously that's not life you know like we don't always have structure but if you can create some sort of structure it's better that you do do that so for example if you are going out for your coffee or whatever instead of having it at home at like 11 you can still have your breakfast at home go out have your coffee at 11 come back you'll be back by lunchtime have your lunch at home or you could decide that you're going for brunch and the brunch is probably going to be like pancakes because you've been dying to have these pancakes in this new cafe and they look delicious and you're going for the pancakes and the walk at like 11 or 12 okay there you go that's brunch brunch and lunch or sorry breakfast and lunch together is brunch So you maybe skip out on breakfast. I'm not saying skip breakfast, but I'm saying you're going to have a big pancake later on in an hour's time. You're better being hungry for it so you'll actually enjoy it than to eat breakfast and then to feel bad that you've eaten the pancakes after. You don't need to feel bad. If you want to eat breakfast, eat breakfast, boo. But if you're in a calorie deficit, you probably aren't going to have enough calories to play with um, in order for you to be able to maintain the deficit and have the pancakes. But you might be able to do that if you combine your breakfast and lunch calories together, because say for most people, their calories aren't gonna be any lower than 1500 for a lot of a lot of people. I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of people. 500 calories for breakfast, 500 calories for lunch, roughly. There you go, you can have brunch worth a thousand calories. And I'm pretty sure most people can get some pancakes in there that are worth a thousand calories, you know? And um, so that's an easy way to look at it whenever you're going out for like maybe a meal or something like that. The alternative for that is that people will turn around and be like, right Tara, I'm going out for um, dinner tonight. So how do I kind of like make structure around that? Okay, so if you're going out for your dinner tonight, I also have other podcasts on this. I will link them below so I'm not repeating myself 25,000 times. But if you're going out for dinner that night and you know the week before, so for example, maybe you're not gonna be able to do this because there's only like two days to go on holiday, but say you're going out for dinner on Saturday night, right? What you can do is something called like calorie banking. You can hold back like 100 to 200 calories a day um, on your calorie allowance. So say your calorie allowance is 1800. Instead of having 1800 over seven days, what you would have is 1600 on the first five days. And then you would have an extra 1000 calories to have on the Saturday. So that would mean then instead of having 1800 on the Saturday, you have 2800 that you're able to have so there you, you can go out for your dinner and you can go out for your drinks and it gives you a little bit more flexibility calorie banking is not an excuse for you to really restrict and then overeat it's actually like a technique that can be used to help you when dieting for your advantage so that you can still compromise have some fun and some flexibility but also really stick to your goals it doesn't work for everyone especially when women 
or on their periods or coming on to their periods a lot of the time they'll say like this doesn't work I also have clients who come to me and I say this every time I'm like listen this might not work for you you might find that you're too hungry during the week and it's causing you to overeat then so if that's happening this is not worth it because you're actually going to eat more during the week and then eat at the weekend and it's just not going to work whereas if you stay consistent on our deficit and just accept the fact that you're going to be a bit over that weekend then be okay with that because it's okay that it doesn't work it doesn't work for everybody I know calorie banking on the week before my period is due it's not going to work for me because I am hungry and because obviously whenever you're coming on to your period in that late luteal phase you burn more calories at rest so that's why we get more cravings. So double whammy in yourself by creating an even further calorie deficit. It's probably only going to cause you, uh, I was going to say anxiety, but not anxiety, severe hunger and severe mood swings. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't recommend that. So yeah, things that you can do in that case is you could potentially, if you wanted to see if back 100 to 100, sorry 100 to 200 calories um a day and then have it for the weekend which means that you've got more flexibility you can make sure that you've got like your non-negotiables done before the week so say you've got like four workouts to get in um a week right get them done before the weekend if you know a bank holiday weekend is coming up get them bloody done and do not be relying on the fact that you're going to do it on the saturday or the sun sorry rather the sunday or the monday when you're dying hungover there is no point in doing that to yourself you're only going to set yourself up for failure and you know deep down in your heart if i'm saying this to you now do you really think you're going to get that done and they're like no why are you doing that then let's try and fit it in something is always better than nothing so if that means that like you don't normally fit four workouts in Monday to Friday and that does mean that it's a bit harder well shorten the workouts take off the last exercise of your workout reduce the rest periods a little bit and just get them done okay a little bit quicker get all your steps in before you go out like those things are really going to help stay like I said as active as you can and then when it comes to food wise for the day of eating out you can help yourself by eating like high volume low calorie high protein food the reason I say this is because you're obviously going to be eating out in the evening. The food is going to be higher in calories. You're probably going to have a drink with it. Um, so you can help yourself by having something like a protein yogurt and a fuckload of fruit, like berries in the morning, which will, will keep you full, even though you might be like, no, it won't. Yeah, it will. It will keep you fuller than a slice of toast. Um, have a protein yogurt, have some fruit maybe in the morning um, with your tea or your coffee um, and then for lunch you could have maybe like a I don't know whatever you could have like uh you could have a normal sandwich you could have literally like a tuna sandwich with a shit ton of salad on the side of it to help bulk it up and maybe a little piece of fruit those two meals to be honest you could get those two meals to combine together for like under 700 calories if you really wanted and then you would have shit tons of calories to have in the evening you can also have other things like I'm not just saying a sandwich but like there's loads of other things you could have soup you could have um but that wouldn't be very high in protein you could have like I don't know like my brain go blind whenever I think of food um you can have anything that's high protein and low calories but high volume um and voluminous foods are generally foods that are kind of airy if you're snacking like eat popcorn or um loads of fruit and veg to be honest they're like the hacks of dieting to be honest like eat as much as you possibly can for a small amount of calories with high protein and you will make it so much easier for yourself because eating in a calorie deficit yes it means eating less but it means eating less calories it doesn't mean eating less physical volume of food does that make sense um, and I think people find it hard to wrap their heads around that and um, because like two plates of food could look very um similar beside each other 
when you look at it visually but if you like looked into it you would realize that one's probably bulked up with a lot more fruit and veg and the other one isn't and the calorie difference is like massive but the volume of food is the same so it keeps you fuller for longer yeah um so i hope that that makes sense keeping a high protein the reason for that and i say this all the time i hope people understand by now why you do that it's not because it's of just muscle but it keeps you feeling fuller for longer because protein is a little bit slower digesting meaning that it actually requires you to burn more calories whilst digesting it and because it takes longer to digest the release of energy as well is a little bit slower so that's why it keeps you fuller for longer whereas if you add something like a real simple carb like a squares bar fantastic for giving you a quick burst of energy maybe like before the gym but don't bank on that for like actually keeping you full because it, it won't um whereas eating high protein will i actually got a message from Anne, i think it was this morning and she said she's on thrive she's a dote um what do you call it yeah she said um i know the calories were a little bit lower yesterday but i struggled to eat it all um i had to sorry i had put in stuff to eat in the evening but literally couldn't face this jesus protein really bloody fills you up i'm not used to eating this much protein there you go that was one of the things we wanted to do was to increase her protein and um, while she's in a calorie deficit so that she feels fuller and she's been doing it and she actually now is like i don't even need all those calories because i'm actually so full that i'm able to not need them so there you go this is your sign from both me and Anne for you to increase your protein intake and people will be like oh i don't want to do it or like it doesn't work for me it does work you're not trying i'm so sorry to say that but like if you're not going out and you're not buying high protein foods and i send so much resources to people um for higher protein and there's so many on the internet you could literally google it like you could literally google high protein snacks and buy them and try it um and not even just go and buy more stuff i'm not saying you have to go out there and buy more stuff but like if you're having chicken or you usually have like half a tin of tuna, have a full tin of tuna and see if you feel better. If you're having porridge in the morning, add like some high protein yogurt in there or add some, um, a scoop of protein in there and see if you feel fuller. I guarantee you, you literally will. So those are little things that can help you for your calorie deficit in order for you to kind of keep fuller and um, for longer. Because I think people always put a big emphasis on the energy balance equation being like, you need to eat less, you need to eat less, you need to eat less. But also there is that thing where you do need to move more. And I know I say it quite often and I'm like, the gym or classes, etc. That's not going to really give you fat loss unless you are in a calorie deficit. But that's not to say that you shouldn't move your body. Like you need to meet your body's demands of, or sorry, you, sorry, creating the calorie deficit with increased expenditure because naturally right what happens whenever you go into a diet or a calorie deficit and quite often what people will experience is that they're like i've cut my calories but nothing's happened like i haven't lost any weight but they haven't realized that naturally their body's really smart and what it does is it tries to balance the equation back out and it preserves your energy so you move a little bit less you sit a little bit longer you don't get up and go for your steps unless you're intentional about it you generally have a little bit less energy because hey presto you're in an energy deficit so unless you pay some sort of I suppose not responsibility some sort of attention sorry to that side of the equation just cutting your calories isn't gonna work unless you're cutting them quite a lot um and the easier way to do that is to increase your energy expenditure through general like movement get up walk more do go to the gym like it does account for some sort of um what do you call it 
energy expenditure but just in general like getting up and moving a little bit more will be really helpful for you because subconsciously we will stop doing that when we put ourselves into a deficit unless we're intentional about it so that's another science lesson for you today this podcast was is a bit all over the place but i think that talking around these topics are helpful to give a little bit more like a nuance around it so yeah that's my tips i think for the bank holidays is um get out move more keep structure in your day eat high protein low calorie high volume foods if you're planning to eat out and that goes as well for drinking if you're going out drinking do not not eat before you go out drinking that is the stupidest thing you're going to do because you're going to be an absolute lightweight you're not going to enjoy it you're going to end up getting pissed your friends are going to be raging at you and it's absolutely no crap to be with somebody who's absolutely fucking wasted and can't even hold their piss so don't do that to anybody just because you're like being selfish be like i'm in a calorie deficit you're going to be lightweight eat before you go out so that you enjoy it and obviously there is small swaps that you can make for your drinks so instead of drinking like five pints of cider swap for a gin simline tonic any sort of calorie sorry low calorie tonics and spirits are going to be super helpful for you to just save some calories essentially get more bang for your buck so you can get a little bit more wasted but on lower calories you know what i'm saying um and then the other thing is and something that's not really talked about but you'll know me from from listening to the podcast from listening to me on instagram etc i'm in my era right now and i don't think i'm going to come out of it i have been for quite a while i'm not a big drinker um especially anymore it just doesn't really make me feel good i get severely anxious after nights out I feel so unproductive and it not just about productivity but like it just makes me feel really bad in myself after I've done it so it's not that I won't go out and drink anymore I will and I I'm not saying I'll never drink again I, I do drink but I don't binge drink the way I used to binge drink and um, because first of all I was like people pleasing nearly doing that and really it just doesn't align with me anymore it doesn't align with what I value so I decide not to do it so I want you to know that if you are one of those people sitting there being like I actually really don't want to go out drinking like my friends are making me like go out and just don't drink but don't say anything like you can literally drink like slimline tonics with uh, a lime and say nothing the first time I did this I went to one of my best friend's birthday parties and I said nothing to her. A few of my friends didn't know, but one of my friends is doing it with me, Neve, shout out if you're listening. Um, I, we didn't say anything. We had the time of our lives. We danced, we bopped. It was all good, well and good. The next day, Keelan was like, are you so hungover? We were like, no, we weren't drinking bibs. And she didn't even notice. So there you go. Like nobody gives a flying fuck. It's entirely up to you. It's up to you to make your decisions. Don't be making, letting people make you feel bad for not doing it. I'm not saying you don't have to drink, but if you don't want to and it doesn't align with you, have a drink or two have a glass of water and enjoy the rest of your night. Buggy, have a good time. It's maybe awkward for like 45 minutes of the of the time where people are like falling drunk, but once they're drunk, they don't even notice. So don't pass any heat of anybody, okay? I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that it was helpful. I wanted to say thank you so much for everyone who listens to the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend. Please share it on your Instagrams and tag me. And also guys, I hit 10,000 followers yesterday on Instagram, which does seem like a wee milestone for me, even though like, I don't know why like why it matters it does not matter and like my clients obviously and my OGs on my Instagram are my number ones as in like I'm never gonna change who I am or what I do on that page and because I'm here to help people and that is my goal like I literally don't want 
to be an influencer like sell shit that I don't use actually hilarious the other day I got <laughs> I got messaged whenever my Instagram was kind of like growing quite rapidly in the last few days I don't know what has happened by the way the algorithm is just deciding that it likes me at the minute so I'm I'm going with it but um somebody messaged me from a rug company in Ireland and was like hey Tara like and um, we'd love to gift you a rug up to 150 pounds and I was like I'm so sorry guys but like my parents don't want me in this house no more than they want that rug brought into this house so I was like thank you no but it just shows you that the amount of shite people get given like well I'm not saying that rugs are shit you know like you do you boo you and your rugs but like I do not need a rug like I would not be taking that you just people just be selling shit on for the sake of like being gifted something shitty for free um so that's just not what I'm about if you ever see me do that remember to pull me in the ass and be like that's not a vibe because what I'm just here for is to help more and more people to live a healthy balanced lifestyle to get the goals that they want to not feel bad to step into who the fuck they want to be because they deserve it and as always I'm so grateful for you so stay tuned the podcasts are back baby and if you have anything that I can help you with please 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 make sure to slide into my Instagram DMs or you could email me if you want to my email is always below but like who does that we're we're in the 2023 town nobody uses them anyway peace and love have a good day keep her lit and happy bank holidays